What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. On November 11th, join us for Benzinga's 7th Annual FinTech Awards. It's going to be a day full of networking, deal-making, and recognition of incredible achievements that you won't want to miss. Good morning, good morning. Check it out. We're on a new platform, and it's we, we got so many more bells and whistles that we're going to be adding to the show. So I'm very excited uh, uh, for the future here. Spencer, Joel, Dennis, you all know the drill by now. Uh, we're going to be talking, let's see, we're going to be talking uh, Avis, obviously, right? That was insane yesterday. We're going to talk about Bed Bath. We're going to talk about Zillow. Ouch. Activision. Ouch. Uh, yeah, we will take questions from our chat uh, uh, later on in the show. But we got, we got a lot of tickets to discuss, so let's get right to it. Also, we have a Fed meeting. Don't forget today, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, FOMC announcement, 2.30 p.m. Uh, FOMC or Fed press conference with Jerome Powell. Uh, so that is, of course, on our radar here today. But uh, let's get to what the else? What else? Oh, wait, you have yeah. an announcement. Yeah, but wait, but go ahead. Go through your stuff. No, uh, am I missing something? I feel like I. I this, yeah, this is... I thought it was going to be up on the screen. Two special announcements on today's show. Yeah, I'm putting it up right now. Two special announcements. Okay. We have special announcements. What What are the announcements? Well, no, let's let's well let's first go with the S and P 500 futures. They're trading okay. down three points at 46.20 and a half. Uh, All time closing high that was made yesterday at 23.50. So that's our bogey on the upside. Uh, crude's in the red by two bucks. Holy mackerel! At eighty-one ninety, was inside day. We found out which way it wanted to go from the inside day. Uh, gold down three sixty at seventeen eighty-five eighty. Silver up eleven cents. Let's call it twelve cents at twenty-three sixty-three. Bitcoin hanging out near the high, but down five hundred twenty-five dollars. It's sixty-three thousand four hundred and ninety. Boom. And Ethereum making a new all-time high. That's the futures. They're up 59 a quarter at 46.10. Uh, do we have Triple D? I Triple D in the house because he He's knows up. about. Okay. The I've moment. got my Lions shirt on. I'm ready for the 0-17 I, season. I went to the Pistons game last night, and they could have used me better. out. They could have used me out there. Okay. The first <laughs> special announcement. All right. The moment go. you've all been waiting for. I'm waiting. The third and final event 
from pre-market prep. Well, won't be final. Final event of twenty. Final event of the year. <laughs> final event of the year. Order execution. December 11th. That's a Saturday. Order execution. Maximizing your profits and reducing slippage. We're going to go into detail on order flow. How to read and interpret the consolidated tape. Dennis is going to explain how the off-exchange market makers make money off your order and how they use limit orders for protection. And then necessary trading adjustments that you need to help level the playing field. Understanding and interpreting the order book would help identify key levels and turning points in price actions. We're going to go over all kinds of order types. And then we are going to talk about profiting from inefficiencies off the open and the close December 11th. That's the first announcement. Big, big agenda there. Next, yeah. what's the second announcement? Second announcement is I am starting a new segment on pre-market prep plus starting today. Well, actually, it started last week, but this is the second week of it. I'm advertising it. It's called Wednesdays with Wedbush. I'm going to have a different Wedbush analyst on every Wednesday from 9.05 to 9.15. And today, it will be Sahak Manuelian. He is head of equity trading at Wedbush Securities. He sent me a note what he's going to talk about, and it's amazing information. So what you need to do is you need to go to premarketprep.com. You need to subscribe to the channel. And you need to see this interview along with getting my levels and stocks. And the final thing, the final thing is that if you go to the premarketprep.com channel and you subscribe, you are going to be eligible to attend the event on December 11th for free. And not only that, you're going to get event number one and event number two all for free. If you subscribe, is that an or announcement you- or what? Yeah, but not everybody's getting the event for free. No, it's, one person. Be, oh, one person. One so person win the event for free. from the YouTube gotcha. subscribers. You can win the event for free. Yep, yep. We're going to win the event. Uh, lots the... going on. Yeah, lots going on. December 11th and Wednesdays with Wedbush. I want to see everybody there at 9 a.m. All right, Triple D, quiet pre-market session. Let's go. Let's go. Let, let's just start to with. the agenda. Let's go to the agenda. Let's we go never call the agenda. I'm going the to the next agenda. item down. You knew we had to leave the show with this. You you knew that, right? Avis, obviously. Every single week, we're saying to ourselves, this is the craziest thing we've ever seen or seen in the last couple of years. This was insanity. Uh, how high did we end up getting? We got to $545.11 in Avis yesterday. Dennis, I know you're watching this. Joe, I know you're watching this. What were you thinking when this was going on yesterday morning in, in, in real time? Take us inside well, your head. Well I, well, I actually was tweeting in real time as it was going on. So if you follow my Twitter verse, you can actually know what I was thinking the whole time. And when it was trading up there, I was like, sell your peanuts while the circus is in town. I tweeted that around 380, came back down <laughs> yeah. to 315, and then went to 5 whatever, 545. But what do you do when you're along a stock and it explodes by 200% intraday? You ring the register and you sell it. And I think the CAR party is over. Um, This is unbelievable move. It was somewhat justified that we had an up move. We talked about it on the pre-market prep show. I cannot believe it only opened up three points. That's what I can't believe. 
because that was a really good report. We talked about the report being just how amazing it was. I did not, for the life of me, think that the stock could take off and go up 200% after we talked about it. Um, but it was a great report. It was a great report, um, but it just got silly. The algos are incredible in this market. They grab a hold of that momentum and they just run and they run and they run. And there was this algorithmic driven a lot of it, but it was also driven by a retail frenzy. But again, the one thing you can never call the top on these things, but when your stock starts exploding and just goes into lunatic mode, which is exactly what it did, um, I think you got to ring the register. So whether you got 350 or 450 or 540, somebody got 540, congratulations. It's a great trade. I think you move on. I do believe, you know, in the 200s, there's some value for car because they're firing on all cylinders right now. But this is just craziness. That move was insane. Some of the options, I, I don't know if you saw this, but some whoever owned like the 260 options. Uh, what were all, they going for? Uh, well, you could have sold them for like, I, I, I think if, if you, if, I well, saw. Well, what did you buy them for? We know we could have sold them for like hundreds of dollars because the stock yeah. went to 545. But right. what what was it going uh, for? I, oh, I, oh, gosh. I, I Probably think it next was, to nothing. It was like, I think it was like, a, yeah, I, it, it was, it was, they were cheap. They were, they were cheap. I, I would imagine they were significantly like just looking at where the stock was. Like yeah. if you're buying even the 200 calls or 225s, I would imagine they're going significantly under a dollar. So yeah. you're talking about a hundred bagger, a hundred, not a 10 bagger, a hundred bagger. So yeah, incredible move. 40 cents. We're actually getting 40 cents. Oh, yeah. Cents. 40 cents. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Just, just incredible here. The move in car, obviously it was an awesome report. This market is just prone to this. We see this and we saw it with Bed Bath & Beyond last night. We'll talk about that. We're going to bring that up sooner than the agenda because it's tied into this. Uh, but what are your thoughts here on Car Jewel? I've given my thoughts. I think the high is in. I think the all-time high for a long, long time will stand at 545. Uh, wait, but, wait, but you never Joel, know. I mean, it could go into lunatic mode again. Joel, wait. Before you start, I want you to – can you just, like, take uh, – I'm going to take your charts down. Can you just put them back up for me? Because we're on this new platform. We're working through things, and I want to – I, I want you to reshare it because the charts were a little bit blurry, and I I, I oh, not really? sure okay. why. So I want to get the blurry. I see I see the, bl the blurriness too, guys. Let's so see it. We're, we're gonna get rid of the. Uh, let's find out. Mm. Little, little got go, the HD. It's the HD button. You got to oh, be showing it in HD. Well, now we're better. Now we're better. Yes. I don't know what just happened, but now we're better. So the HD. Yeah, that, that oh, look at you. Uh, well, first things, you know, you talk about these things and how much money you can make, right? Uh, Tiny Pie Media says, did you see anyone on Wall Street Bets post where a guy lost his entire life savings and then some while trying to short car? Lost 169K. So that's well, And not what good. you can believe on Wall Street Bets and what we don't know. People could post anything on there. And I think a lot of people do post anything. But I will tell you right now, there's some shorts that lost 169K for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Sucks. This is a concern, like, overall. Um, there, there's some market structure issues here, obviously, too. You know, that we've got halts, you know. and We've talked about, you know, the halts coming in, and then everybody knows it's halted, and then everybody's flocking to it. And where are they supposed to calm the market down? I think it actually does the opposite effect sometimes. I think the algos get in there and start driving it, too, um, once these things hit the limit up, limit down, down halts. And obviously, this was limit up, limit up, limit up. Then it was limit down. Then it was limit up. It, it's de very disruptive to the natural trading of it. It's also, I think there's algorithm momentum algos 
that use those for indicators when the thing halts the first time and then they jump in and like really run it. So, I mean, there's a number of market structure issues here. The lack of liquidity, probably the number one when these things start going parabolic. Obviously, we had a short squeeze. Anybody who was short this thing was just basically assassinated. Um, you, you see, you can see accounts blow out with this. It, it's scary when stocks do this. Not, you know, everybody thinks, oh, wow, I wish I was in there. But, I mean, these stuff can happen on the downside, too. I mean, we can go to Zillow in a minute, too. It's not, like, too extreme. They're going down to zero. But there are so many market structure issues in here that I don't know if we want to jump into right now. But, you know, the lack of liquidity is probably the number one. I mean, okay. Um, I, I have levels on this. I am still working on them. And I will reveal my levels on car at uh, 920 on pre-market prep plus. I'm not going to uh, give any levels right now. Dennis, I was telling Joel, if, if you, you know, you have some, you know, resistance up here. If you go back 25 years. Yeah, I don't, my chart doesn't go back that far. That's was it, it was this Mine time? doesn't. In, in 1998, we got to 416 in 1998. Wow. So Look at not, digging you know, through that. I would not have known that. Yeah. 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 Hey, congrats to the, to that person. The, Mine's going to be based on yesterday's price action. All right, fair enough. Fair the enough. the biggest okay. thing when these things start to happen like this, it's the lack of people shorting the stock that really allows these things to go parabolic. And what does that mean? It means there's no profession, there's very few professional traders that are going to be willing to short that stock to keep the price in check. For the simple reason is that they don't want to lose 169,000 or way more, or millions of dollars in some cases. So the shorts that were in there are getting squeezed and the new shorts are like, I'm not short that thing because I don't want to get murdered. So, you know, contrary to popular opinion where everybody thinks, you know, um, you know, if stock's going straight up, let's short it. That's the way you really blow out your account. Don't short stocks breaking out to new 52-week highs. Don't short stocks making new all-time highs. Don't short stocks that are tripped up and limit up circuit breaker. It's hard to control the risk. And people learn that the hard way, thinking, well, I went to 200. How far can it go? You lost 150 or 200% in a matter of 10 minutes, 15 minutes. So it can get really ugly. And the things go in parabolic mode. I definitely don't want to be short those stocks. And I'm not looking to initiate new shorts. Because like I was even saying to my wife, I showed her the chart. And she says, oh, short that thing. That's the natural human tendency. <laughs> That's a natural human tendency saying, well, that isn't going to last. So I'm going to short it. Okay, well, you did that. It was stupid at 250. Then it got to 300 and 350 and 400 and 500. And that is, you know, how you really get, you know, hurt. So when you can't control the risk, you can't be just jumping in there and even buying and chasing it up at 350, 400. You can't control the risk there either because the thing turns around in 10 seconds, goes limit down. Now you're down. And it went, had one move, went from 385 down to 315 in less than 20 seconds. It's very hard to control the risk and stuff like that. You know, if you were in it ahead of time, I would say, you know, obviously good job. And if you're still holding through all that, what do you want? You've got to ask yourself, what were you th- like? What were you going for? Because when a stock, you know, goes from 180 to $500 in one day on an awesome report, is it going to a thousand? Is it going to two thousand? These things rarely last. These moves we've seen again and again. Kodak. You know, we've seen, you know, the GameStop and AMC, they rarely last, and AMC, GME have held out, but those highs that those stocks made when they were going parabolic, it was a day, a day or two, 
that's really the move. And then they never usually revisit those highs, or it's rare that they revisit those highs. AMC is the same story. You had a two-day move, three-day move from $12 to $70 a share. And here we are, you know, six, eight months later, and we've still never revisited those highs. When the stocks go parabolic, like GameStop 2 and two, three days, they make these ridiculous moves. I think you got to ring the register. Real quick, this these are my levels in AMC that I will give at uh, 920. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, let, let's let's go to uh, uh, Zillow here. Um, I mean, oh. this is just this is just brutal stuff, um, and 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 it's sort of mind boggling to think about. But uh, Zillow, you know, we talked about this yesterday on the at the close show because it was it was pretty weak into its report, which you know, you don't see too often, uh, and. Uh, then they came out and said, "Yeah, remember the the iBuyer program that we that we suspended? Well, now we're just gonna stop it altogether. Uh, and actually, while we're at it, we're gonna take a three hundred four million dollar write down, and we're gonna lay off twenty five percent of our staff because we're gonna just shut down the entire iBuyer or instant buyer program. It's not working for us. We have about seven thousand homes. We've got to sell. We're gonna sell them at a loss. And uh, kind of amazing stuff." In to 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 when you when you put it in the context of the environment we've been in, kind of incredible. No, oh, I mean, I mean, I, I I'll just get my. Who was the analyst love. that upgraded it two days ago? <laughs> oh, doggy! I don't. Uh, know. Wasn't somebody upgraded this? I I don't Spencer? remember that. Go to the go to the uh, pro. Go to the pro. Somebody either upgraded or gave it a price target raise like two days ago. Let me check. And go to the calendar. Oh, it, maybe it's three days ago. It's last guys. week. It was ZG. Go to all time. Um, on the... And how many people did they fire? 25% of their workforce. That's, uh, 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 I don't know how many people that is, but, but I mean, significant. Um, I think it was just a, some positive commentary. I don't think it was. Oh, okay. yeah. Anyway, there was an analyst even on CNBC and it was given the price target. This could eventually be the next Tesla is what he said on CNBC three days ago when it was $100 a share. So, wow. I mean, <laughs> maybe bad luck, but you got bold. You know, you're bold going into an earnings report being that bullish. And obviously, in this case, it didn't work out. I, I don't know what to say here. The stock is really wild here now, too. You're breaking down to new lows just as much as I'd never want to own a stock making a new 52 week, or I never want to be short a stock making a new 52 week high. I never want to own a stock making a new 52 week low. And here you are, Zillow, and you're learning the hard way. If you bought this thing yesterday and ahead of the report, holy macro, was there selling pressure ahead of the report, Joel? Because this thing opened 94, and I was like, why are they hammering Zillow? And it hadn't even done anything yesterday, and they hammered it all day. So I don't know who got the memo, but holy mackerel, they were hammering that stock all day. It comes out and they hammer it even more. So you go from $105 down to $73. Everybody naturally wants to buy the dip as much as they want to sell, you know, the, the extreme pop. And we're all about buying dips and selling rips too. But the, the rule for me is I don't buy dips on stock making new 52-week lows. And I don't buy, sell rips on stocks making new 52-week highs. So selling the rip and buying the dip when stocks are in ranges is awesome. When they're breaking out, selling the rip, not so much. When they're breaking down, stop buying the dip, not so much. And we are moving into a little bit of momentum market here. Now you can clearly see that. So where we were in a contrarian market for much of 2021, the overall market, we're in a little bit momo here right now. 
So could it bounce back? Absolutely. Is it oversold? Absolutely. But I don't know where that bounce is, and I'm not going to take the chance on day one. Either am I. Either am I. But, uh, you know, yesterday we had a step-down seller in Chegg, and they just kept on selling. Here, you've had some big sellers, but coming in, you know, an hour, a little over an hour for the open, you do see a buyer. There, there is a buyer there that wants to bring some stock in at 70 bucks. I mean, I'm not, I don't have that. That's like not a monthly level, but the pre-market low is 69.81. You're four bucks off that. Just the way it's a little different situation here. So if I'm not trading it, not doing options, not doing anything in it, but I'd be look if I was short this, I'd say, man, I want to, I'm gonna put some bids out there at 70 just in case they flush it down the toilet one more time. And then I would stack bids all the way down to 67 and change. Uh, because that was a monthly low going back. If you were back short, since, so bring if the I was short, short. not initiating. Not yeah. initiating. No, 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 no. And you know what? 67 to 70, you know, if I, if I brought it in there, then I'd be a happy camper because I'd be buying it in a declining market. The next monthly low was 56.31. I don't think we're going to see that today, but just that's a little that's a little thing if you're trading. And what about all the people sitting on windfalls from the last two days? What are you going to wait for? You're going to wait for it to go to 50? You know, this thing is wild too. This could this could see eighty today. You don't know where this thing's gonna go. So. Yeah, I think if you're short, I think when your stock falls, just as much as you sell your peanuts when when the circus is in town, the upside. I think it's the same thing on the short side as well. If you're short yep. the stock, I, totally I think you're ring the register when the stock falls this far too. Could it continue to go down? It could, but it is oversold. But I'm not going to try to call the bottom and initiate along at this point in time. I mean, just curiously, I don't think the short interest is super high on Zillow. You're talking 3.5%. So there's not a lot of people making money on the short side. Um, you know, And obviously that has something to do. You know, When you're looking at initiating shorts and looking at different things, the higher short interest is sometimes, like we know, a catalyst for the stock to go up because there's already too many people betting that way. So it's a crowded trade. This was not a crowded short. It was probably a crowded long, which is clearly coming off here this morning. So I think you got some bounce levels. I think you got some levels to bring it in, but I don't want to initiate a long here. You're right. It could bounce to 80, but it could also continue to pull a chegg and continue to leak all day. <sighs> and chegg, you know, opened and we talked about it on the show why I didn't want to buy it. And that's the danger of buying stocks making new 52-week lows. You bought it at 40 or 39. It was pre-market, 42, 41, 40. Opens 39, and they puke it down all the way to 32. You just lost a quick 20% trying to call the bottom. Hard to control the risk when stocks are making new lows. And I just wonder how this is going to be for the other ones. Open Door got hit off this news well, yesterday. Well, actually, Joel, Open Door went higher yesterday after hours. It spiked yes, on, on this headline. What do you think, Triple D? You think it's good uh, for these other the other ones, or you just think I don't the whole know what sector to think. I mean, Open Door got hammered ahead of it, and now what are they thinking? That is less well, competition. Is that what yes, they're thinking here? That's exactly it. There's there's no Open Door is the only game in town now for for yeah. if you want if you're into like eye buying if you believe. What about that Redfin? They, I don't think they do that. I don't think Redfin does. Uh, it's getting head in sympathy just overall. Because this is real. I mean, if there, there's a loser somewhere, there might be a winner somewhere. I mean, that's I, I, I don't know what it is, but I'm, I'm just thinking about that. It's what, an ugly candle yesterday. Open could bounce back. It's flat here this morning on it. I don't know. This is What's this above my pay grade. Trying to call yeah. where open's going to go off of this. Uh, off I, the open. I, I think there is a relationship. Like I agree with you, and I get the the competition thing. But as ugly candle, caught a lot of longs yesterday. It's not clear sailing for open to just go right back up. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, your other disaster of the day is is Activision. Uh, yeah. Just absolutely brutal report. They're delaying more games. Diab- Diablo delayed. Uh, wow. Sorry, Diablo 4. Uh, Overwatch 2. Uh, delayed probably till next year. Their 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 head of Blizzard is is, is st- stepping away. Um, I I mean th- this is not the not the first delays we've seen from uh, regarding these two franchises, and it's just it, it they're, they're two of their key franchises, and so the numbers are the numbers are are what they are. Frankly, I I think they may have come in higher on the on the EPS uh, and and on the sales, but. It's not really relevant when you're when you're delaying. That's what that's the last thing that the market likes to see right now. So Zillow, Activision, these are not the stocks you're looking for. Yes, I just made a Star Wars reference, but <laughs> I mean it's down 13. percent Again, if you're buying it here, you're buying a stock making a new. Is it a new 52-week low? It's very close. If it's not, um, actually, I believe it is. Yes, it is. It's a new 52-week low. We know we've talked about the stay-at-home trade coming off. That's something to do with it, but not everything to do with it. Delayed games, a lot of problems here. Do I still like the company long-term? I think so. I think if you're buying Activision at 67 and putting it in your long-term portfolio, you'll probably be happy two or three years Mm. from now, but I don't know if you're going to be happy two or three weeks from now because stocks making new 52-week lows often don't just bounce right back. So I'm going to wait until the dust settles here. I would be interested in re-adding Activision. I sold my stock at 82, my long-term stock. So I'd be scalping myself 15 points right now if I bought it at 67 this morning. Um, we'll see. I'm not buying it this morning, though. I'm going to wait until the dust settles a few days, maybe eventually get down and dirty. But I have some Zynga, which isn't going to do well off of this either, obviously. I have some Take-Two, which isn't going to do well off of this either. Take-Two is going to report tonight. What I will say is we just set the bar immensely no. low for Take-Two. So we always say you want to be the second company to report when the first company disappoints. So Take-Two is set up actually well. If they get hammered today, which they're going to get hit, it's down $2.50 already. But if they really take to the woodshed, don't be surprised if Take-Two says anything okay if it was actually to rally off the report. We don't know what it's going to do today. Two fifty is not down much. But if it was to get hit harder... Um, it'd be an interesting setup into the report tonight. If you've been waiting to buy this stock at the June 2020 low of 67.40, that's what you have on the screen right now, 67.40. Uh, step down seller since the number came out. I mean, someone's there is a bid out there, 67.40. So I keep an eye on your pre-market low. Then if you if you don't want it at 67.40 and you think it's going lower. The next monthly low comes in at 62.85. Now that's a, you could probably drill down on your dailies or your weeklies, your monthlies, but when you get these kind of historical moves like this, you know, looking at a one minute chart, you know, is not going to do you anything. So keep an eye, two monthly lows, June of last uh last year, 67.40, May 62.85. And just a how about the stay-at-home stocks just on a whole, you know, yeah. I mean, they are just what was uh, what they're getting had? crushed. Topperware, Topperware, T U P. Oh, let's go. That, that's the one that's the one you're thinking of. I think that's what you store your food in when you're cooking yeah. at home all the time. You yeah. got all your food stored up for the pandemic, which is no longer here. I mean, we're, we're let, let's you know, just you know, call it out here. We 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 appear to be going back to somewhat normalcy, which is awesome. You went to the Piston game last night. 
I went to a couple restaurants recently. We got vaccines coming for five to 12 year olds, whether you want to give it to or not. It's an option to start to get us all back to normal. The back to normal trade is kind of on and the stay at home trade is completely off and disastrous at this point in time. Um, I don't know what that means for your Peloton, but that doesn't look healthy on the charts either. Zoom has had a nice rally off the lows. If I was long Zoom, I would sell it as well because there's so much competition there. I don't like that stock either. Um, so you're, you're back to looking at these stocks and saying, well, what's stay at home? Games, gaming is stay at home. There's, there's already an inclination for people to be selling those stocks. So that's what makes it difficult. And CRSR, great question from the chat as well. It is a gaming stock. Um, obviously a lot of headsets, other things too, PC, but there's a lot of gaming in there as well. And somebody saying, I had nice pop-off earnings. Why did it give it back? Fantastic question. The reason it gives it back is because there's so much overhead supply. Everybody has just been crushed in that thing. You know, everybody who bought it on Reddit at $40, you know, is now looking at a 25 because people don't like selling at losses. And, you know, every time it rallies a little bit, you've got more bag holders trying to get the hell out. This is why it's so difficult for stocks that are in down trends to have significant rallies, at least until they break trend. CRSR has not broken trend, you know, and what I'm talking about is this downtrend clearly from the beginning of 2021 was $50. It's been cut in half over the course of this year. That is a clear downtrend. It's very difficult for those stocks to break that trend. Is the company getting to a cheaper point? Yeah, but, you know, is there a lot of cheap gaming stocks out there? Yes. Logitech goes down every single day. I bought some Logitech. I couldn't take it anymore. I've wanted the stock in my portfolio for a long time. I stuck it in the long-term portfolio, and I'm already down at like $3. So it was a mistake, and here I am, you know, doing exactly what I'm telling you not to do, is trying to catch the falling knife. Yes, it is in the retirement account. It's a stock I wanted in there a long time. It's fairly cheap. I think it trades 11 or 12 times earnings. Um, so I wanted some more exposure, but I shouldn't be trying to catch the falling knife. I should at least wait until it starts to break trend. So I'm going to probably take some heat on that one. Obviously, and it, it know, looks holding uh, head and shoulders a little toppy on the uh, on the monthly that the bottom right there. I just on the Logitech. Yeah, you see the left shoulder. Yeah, uh, at a certain point in time, it's cheap, and you know this is just stupidity on my part. It was just dumb. It was dumb. It, it was something I wanted a long time, and I'm like, wow, Logitech's 130 down to like 82. Kramer talked me into it too, which maybe you shouldn't listen <laughs> to Kramer all the time, but he's like, this stock is just cheap um it is cheap stocks get cheaper so (laughs) learning the hard way to a certain extent i'm always learning we're always learning as traders i would never have it on for a trade even as an investment you can time it better you know like so i probably should let it put a couple lows in why catch yeah exactly at least let it put a couple lows in or at least you know start to break trends start to show some light before and i do this wrong in my long-term portfolio all the time like i've said before i feel like i'm a great trader i mean i've made all my money for my entire life from trading. So I, I think, you know, the results speak for themselves. The jury is still out on whether I'm a good investor <laughs> or not, because, you know, I've done some good investments in my life, but I've done a lot of bad ones too. And, you know, we it's like, yeah, yeah, I go half size, you know? So I think I'm an excellent day trader. I think I'm a good swing trader. I think I'm the one. That is that I did go on the Peloton yesterday for the first time since March or April, April, and I had to uh, text Lisa and get the password for it. So I'm back. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so so we apologize for that. We had a connectivity what issue. Uh, what are we talking? Was about? that was that the new restream or was that on you guys? Um, 
TB, did, it, it, it could be a couple of reasons. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll trouble yeah. you after the show. That's yeah. one strike against Reese, Dream. Three strikes and you're out. One we'll strike positive we- for it is the <laughs> Super Mario background. <laughs> I love the Super Mario. That is one. That is probably the best game ever made. I'm going to say it right now. I know there's a lot of other people who like all these new games. They don't make them like they used to. That Super Mario Brothers game, absolutely fantastic. I love the background. Um, that's fun. So we'll give Restream uh, right. some props. Okay, for that. so yeah, we, we're having uh, as we apologize for going out for a second there, and, and also they I say no having... audio. Do we got audio? No, we audio is back. Okay. Uh, try here. We, I'll put it in the chat to ref, refresh, refresh your uh, page to get audio. Um, audio. I didn't have to refresh. I can't. Um, yeah, uh, and my camera is back now. We're all back now. I, I was telling the guys earlier before we uh, we, we we caught up, uh, Joel and Dennis. I was telling the, uh, Mitch and Denver, it's bringing me back to the days where we used to have gremlins every single day. I used to have to call Bert at like. Oh six yeah, oh, Bert, Bert, up. Bert, help me, help me. <laughs> yeah, we never have very many gremlins anymore. So hopefully yeah. we don't have any more gremlins with this new. We're trying a new software here today. Yeah, it can do so lots of bells and whistles. Hopefully it is yeah. reliable though. Yeah, yeah. That, that, all right, let's get the Mario. Reliability is the number one concern. So right. yeah. um, we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming, I wish I'd used Indeed. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility all at Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P. Just go to Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash P-R-E-P. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, so uh, we lost hey. Joel. He's falling off. No, he's no. Here. My okay. laptop, my laptop needs to get plugged in. I'm sorry. Should I go off camera when I do that? No, no, no you're no. good. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, so oh, we're we're, we're talking the gaming stocks. The gaming stocks are having a bad day. What is not having a bad bad day is Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh, uh, oh that thing was up, so though. sleepy. Who's guest? Who we don't have a guest. Oh, we don't have a guest. Okay, well, let's go into Bed Bath & Beyond right now because I can talk 20 minutes on this. this is you can our, talk this 20 car, minutes on anything. Car Dennis. Part 2. And what do you do in Car Part 2 last night? What do you do? You don't chase it. You sell your peanuts while the circus is in town. And you know what? The circus was definitely in town when the stock goes up 100% on its earnings report. Yes, it was a great earnings report. Yes, they did a buyback. Yes, they did a deal with Kroger. That is all awesome. Let's go Krogering, everyone. But let's. This isn't Amazon. It's Kroger. The deal was Kroger. I, I Kroger. Just say, I just want to say they didn't just do the buyback. They finished their buyback. They, or they're, or they're going to finish their buyback two years ahead of schedule. Uh, by yeah, because the, the stock of- was so cheap, they're like, <laughs> buy more. It's too cheap. We right. talked about so, this a couple of days ago. So they're the on stock pay- set up well. They're, they're on pace to have bought back a billion dollars worth of stock by the end of this year. So they're like, oh, we might as well just buy more while we're at it. So they're adding 
300 million dollars to that buyback plan and they're doing they're accelerating their buyback plans for next year and the year after so they're just like give they're just buying back hand over fist they can't help themselves and yes the kroger deal is also a thing uh, pure stupidity 30 dollars a share that's my opinion sorry if you bought it up there but that was just not a good move i do a lot of stupid things too i do stupid trades all the time buying logitech three days ago very stupid um wow I cannot believe where. How high did we get, Joe? It was over thirty. Thirty-two. We got to thirty-two. The stock doubled last night. Sal, your peanuts. Wow, the circus is in town. These are gifts from the trading gods. Gifts from the trading gods. Do I think you know we should be buying at twenty-four seventy-five this morning? No, I do not. In my opinion, I believe the stock is actually path of least resistance is still lower from here. It is still up forty-eight percent. This is Bed Bath and Beyond, folks. Well, I know we're talking squeeze and we're going to squeeze all the shorts and we're going to go to a bazillion dollars <laughs> and to the moon with Bed Bath & Beyond. But we've been down this road before, people. How many times have we had these huge moves in Bed Bath & Beyond and they are very short-lived? So we always say, you know, we can go back to the Ryan Dietrich quote that, you know, and obviously it didn't come from Ryan, but he says it all the time, that history isn't necessary. History doesn't repeat itself, but it sometimes rhymes. In the case of Bed Bath & Beyond, it absolutely rhymes. I'm going to argue that it does repeat itself because you had Bed Bath & Beyond back in January when it became a meme stock and we were going to squeeze the living lights out of every short, go from 34 to 53. <laughs> and then it continued to leak and give it all back two days later. You had another one back when we decided, yes, again, we're going to squeeze the living daylights out of the shorts and Bed Bath & Beyond from 27 to 44. It was another excellent selling opportunity. And those who didn't sell regretted it a couple of days later. Last night, again, we're going to squeeze the living daylights out of the shorts. You did. Good job. You guys did. But these short squeezes usually are short-lived. Why? Because they're usually done on stocks that sometimes, you know, aren't that great. Car, a little different story. It was a car firing on all cylinders. But in this case here last night, Bed Bath & Beyond to go up 100% on the report uh, is, isn't justified, in my opinion. And How I do I follow this? How do I follow hard. this? How do I follow this? How do I follow up on that? I mean, Triple D. Uh, Spencer, are my charts gone? No, we're here. We're here. Okay. All right. Uh, phew, man, people have been coming in taking Dennis's advice here since it hit thirty-two dollars. I tweeted at twenty, at twenty-seven before the show started. I said I, I was at twenty-seven dollars, yeah. and I was like, "Saw your pants while the circus in town." At thirty dollars last night, I believe I tweeted it out. I've been tweeting that out a lot. Sell okay. your peanuts while the circus is in town. Thank okay. you. Okay, I'm not even going to do any technicals on this one. That uh, the the support is at the top of yesterday's range at uh, sixteen eighty one. I don't think I it's going to get it that low today. Yeah. Beyond. I only thought. Yeah. It, I uh, how about how is this doing anything to get Kroger off the map? Or not? A little bit. That's up fifty. I mean, what cents, are they doing? That, it's not that Joel. This thing got every meme stock off the mat last night, and you saw every stock that was a Reddit stock back in January getting bought hand over fist last night, including AMC and GME. GME hit like over 220 last night. It's still up eight bucks. AMC ripped up to like 42 or 43 dollars, and then you had all the other Reddit stocks just rip, roar, and rally in them. Workhorse was way up. And and I actually traded a bunch of these because when Bed Bath and Beyond started ripping like that, I thought to myself, well, we just did this exercise in our educational event a week and a half ago, and I actually gave a slide of Bed Bath and Beyond. I said, when Bed Bath and Beyond has these huge squeezes, <laughs> what we saw was all these other high short interest stocks start to get life. 
and they absolutely did. I bought Workhorse last night on the Bed Bath and Beyond at seven seventy five. I sold it about ten minutes later at eight and a quarter. So, and there was a bunch of other ones too. SDC was another one. I didn't get out of all of it, but I got out of most of it. But there was, you know, there was uh, um, which are the other ones I wrote? Cost was way up. It's giving it back now. EXPR was way up. It's giving it back now. There was huge, huge moves in these things last night. Nice. All a gift once again. So if you were quick, and I was quick on a few of them, you were able to buy them flat. They got the bed bath and beyond pop. That's already all happened. Could it happen again today? It could, but it's already happened last night after hours. I think the bed bath and beyond 32 high is in. Could it go up to 27, 28 again? I don't think it's rip roaring to 40 though. So, uh, and, and yes, workhorse is, it's not necessarily a meme stock, but it's tied in. Thanks for the question, Christy. It's tied into this whole group. So we've given this list out before we gave it out on, you know, the high short interest stocks and bed bath and beyond started a little bit of squeeze in all the high short interest stocks last night. That's already happened. It was an after hours trade. A lot of those stocks have already come Move down. Move on. Move on from highs. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Workhorse lifted 8 9% last night. No, good trade. Uh, yeah, you know, was, I noticed was, when I went in Bed Bath & Beyond a couple couple weeks ago, uh, they, like a while ago, they started to go into groceries. I'm like, you know, they had like all these fans. I'm like, what are they doing? And then I went into the one, which I think is closing at 14 in Orchard Lake, and all those shelves were empty. And they got rid of all the food stuff. So maybe they were, are they, what are they going to do with Kroger? I mean, I know that it's not really that important, but what, what are they gonna, actually going to do? Well, for, first, there actually is another headline that we missed. Shout out to Ed in the chat for alerting us to this. Uh, ben Bath Beyond also announced last night that they're buying 100,000 Teslas. <laughs> hey, People don't believe that, so. Okay, fine, fine. That, that that one did not land. I thought it was funny, Ed. Uh, uh, so, okay, Joel, to answer Joel's question for real, what actually is Bed Bath Beyond doing with Kroger? Uh, I like to zippity do that before you go on. Just if we're doing jokes right now, it says Ride needs to buy a hundred thousand less. Okay, <laughs> that that may be true too. I laughed. Um, I was laughing though. Bed Bath Beyond is it's going to be an e-commerce um, uh, collaboration, right? So okay. so uh, yeah, uh, they, they're going to have like. Bed Bath and Beyond, as I understand it, Bed Bath and Beyond's uh, products uh, available on Kroger.com, and that's essentially the gist of it. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's a it's a weird one. Um, anyway, let, let's go to. There's a few things that uh, we want to get to um, sure. before we go to ticker time. Well, these are also tickers from the chat as well. But uh, Lyft, for example, we should probably go to Lyft here. Yeah, they had earnings also last night um and i'll give you those numbers now their earnings per share they lost 21 cents per share i don't think that's comparable to the estimate estimate was hot was at a three cent per share loss so some adjustment there sales is more comparable sales was a beat 864 versus 862 million dollars um yeah, they gave some guidance, or they were. Yeah, the, the the EPS is not comparable. They they were profitable for the second straight quarter on a on an EBITDA basis, but uh, yeah, EPS not not real comparable. Their sales were okay. Sales were good. Uh, someone was doing their technical analysis last night. Well, first of all, this thing got absolutely hammered. Look at this going into the report. So bailing a lot of people out, uh, trading up 618. But someone was identifying the series of four highs back in mid-October between 52.75 and 53.45. 
your pre-market high, that comes in right at 53, right on the kisser. So if you get back up to that area, that would be resistance to me. Uh, if not, keep an eye on the open. You know, if you, if you, if you like, let's say we open up 51 and a quarter, we go to 52, boom, and then come back down to the open. I don't know if I'd want to be long it. There's uh, and uh, yeah. before Dennis gives his comments, I will just say uh, Uber. Uh, Uber's getting the lift off this two, holding up a intended. little bit better. Yeah, pre-market high. I'll just give you that at 46.17. Um, this stock's in a clear downtrend. We're going to CRSR list left trade, and it's a little more extreme version. But, I mean, okay. we're in a clear downtrend 2021. You got bag holders all over the place. A lot of people don't trade pre-market. So what you often see is these stocks open up and then start to give it back right away as everybody's like, Oh, I can get out. I can't, oh, I gotta get that nine thirty open. I'm going to be able to get my money back. I'm going to be able to get my money back. It's a lot of people sitting here that actually don't have pre-market access. I know a lot of retail does now, but a lot of traders don't, a lot of traders don't trade pre-market and they're waiting for the open. So some do, but I think you're at a point where that's where volume really spikes after the open. Cause you release the hounds on it. And everybody who's caught in this thing over the course of the last, you know, few weeks for sure because it's been trending straight down but even the course of the last few months is looking like oh you know you bought a 50 and then it went down to 45 and then up to 55 down to 50 it's like oh, i get my money back i'll move on there's a lot of people who want to get their money back and lift that's why i'm not chasing this up six dollars i'd actually be more inclined to short lift here um i don't have a position on it so i can freely talk about it um i would sell this rally if i owned it just my opinion we also, I don't quite know if this is a stay-at-home play or not, but uh, Wingstop earnings ran out this morning, and they were not good. Their EPS missed, $0.29 cents versus a $0.35 estimate. Their sales missed, 65.7 versus $74.5 million. They did, uh, you know, they're still doing the dividend, but they guided that their, uh, do- their domestic sales growth guidance uh, or the, is go- for the year is going to be between 7 to 8%. Um, which uh, which is actually I think down uh, from from their prior growth rate and uh, yeah I don't I guess stay at home play I don't uh, I, I think so I was gonna yeah. say it too I think Wingstop is a stay at home play I also this was trade up to 177 ahead of the report last night and I was like oh I want to short this and I was trying actually but it never went back up there it went quickly you could have got really 170 crazy. 172 last night it was really thin and I was like I kind of wanted to short it into the report. For the simple reason is that one, it's a restaurant, and we know restaurants obviously have to doing, yeah. aren't doing yeah. as well. And two, for the exact same reason, I had it in my head that it was a stay-at-home play, and I'm like, I don't, I kind of want to be short in this report. I did not. I'm kicking myself here today. I should have hit the stock short at 172 and been collecting 20 points here this morning. At, at you know, being down 20. So I'm mad at myself for that. It takes guts to go short into a report. A lot of guts. I saw, and I never do it on serious size, but I did. Well, I would take a normal size position, though. I wouldn't like load up because I wouldn't want to get carted or something if I was wrong. But you know, it's always scary shorting stocks in the reports, but it's set up well. And you've been and talking it, about your buddy in the uh, the just the exponential price growth in uh, in chicken wings too. You were talking. Yeah, talk, you must, you must I would tell that, that story like, multiple times. Three, yeah, the three wave or four times. Going up. Um, and I yeah, hear it shows up. I mean, that's there's a lot of money to just be made just talking to people, you know, like talking to restaurant owners. How's it going? You know, if you got a buddy that owns a restaurant, (laughs) how's it going? You know, like, and that was a friend of a friend and said, 
you know, and he owns a bar. He's not a wing stop. He just owns a bar. But he's like, the chicken wing cost is just killing me. So I don't know. If the chicken wing cost is killing the guy in Indiana with the bar, it's probably not helping wing stop either. So, I mean, I told that story twice in the show and probably should have been shortened in this report just because, you know, hey, just talking to people, chicken wing costs are going up. I think it shows up in that report, which is I didn't read the Wingstop report, but I'm sure they're talking about food costs in there involved in inflation. Yeah. Restaurants are getting squeezed on both sides. They're getting squeezed with higher food costs and higher labor costs. Restaurants are just not the place to be right now. 150.03. That was your July low. That's where you're traded down, but it just doesn't. It looks like there's still someone out there that wants to sell a little bit. Uh, next monthly low, look out below 136.16. Not sure if they if it gets checked. One thirty six. Um, oh man, one fifty no, I mean, is big. Yeah, it is. One fifty is big. There's an iceberg sitting there right now. So we talk okay. order flow. Explain that, that, Dennis. Explain month. that. We'll explain it, and obviously we'll do strategies off of it on December the eleventh. But an okay. iceberg order is an order that's sitting there with a hundred or two hundred shares, and it's a lot bigger. So it's only showing the tip of the iceberg. You know, the order might really be like this, but we're just showing one hundred shares. They peck away, peck away, peck away because they don't want to show the big bed there where that's going to spook the market higher. So, you know, when you show big size out there, the owl goes, oh, I got a big fire, buy, 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 buy. They do that. So that's why institutions hide and they use icebergs. I can know it's an iceberg because I've watched this 150 get hit multiple times here, just even while we were talking on the show about it, and it's not going down through it. So we don't know if that 100 shares is 1,000. We don't know if it's 10,000. That's the whole point of the iceberg. We don't know how big it is. But it's Thank bigger you. than 100 shares. So it's been hit a couple of times. It's not moving. So they're like, okay, we got a bigger fish there than it appears to be. I mean, are you using an iceberg for 100 shares? If you got 200 shares, probably not. You're probably just putting a 200 share order. But if you're putting an iceberg, 100 shares, you got 10,000 to buy there, that's a significant order that could stop the stock from going down. And it's also at a key level of support as well. So as much as I just said, you know, I want to be short in the report, I don't think I'm shorting it at 150. I'm down 18, yeah. and it looks like we got a buyer there at 150. So maybe it's a bounce level. Um, I'm not trading it off of that, but I'm just saying there's the potential. If I was short the Keep stock, I'd bring it in here. Keep it, yeah. I mean, it's significant volume trading here uh, over the last half hour. Just let me show you the volume. That's what you're looking at. Uh, not a ton of volume, but maybe if they were buying 10,000, <laughs> they got complete here because. It, in this bracket here, pre-market low was 148. They bought about 10,000. 148, your pre-market low. And I gave you that next monthly low at 136.13. Uh, where to sell this thing on a pop? I have absolutely no idea. All right. Let's do some ticker time. I know there is a bunch of people dropping tickers in the chat. If you'd be so kind to do that again, please, because I wasn't able to write all of them down. My one idea for the day, and, and, and I recognize that I may be a couple weeks late here, but... Uh, not a stock we've ever discussed on the show. B A T R A. This is Liberty Media. This is the Liberty owner of the, symbols. the, the owner of the no no. It trades the trades on exchange. This trades on exchange. It's just that they have class A and class B. Joel's right. Owner of the Atlanta Braves, World Series champions. I I see we've run up for the past couple of weeks. What's so that's this why symbol? B A T R A. Bat ra. Bat rab, B A T R A. Doesn't Liberty have a big stick? Yeah. Okay. Liberty. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And, and it's B A T R A and B A T R B because there's more than one uh, 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 share class, but B A T R A is the, is the liquid one. And um, that, that, I just wanted to bring it up. We're just, I don't know, in case anyone has thoughts, but it's, you know, it's not a very volatile stock, but the Braves did win the World Series last night. So, wow. Yeah, it's been up. 
yeah. I can I can tell you it's bid up at thirty one fifty for a hundred shares. We are talking a super, you know, a yeah. stock that doesn't trade a lot. It's pretty thin. Yeah, um, yeah. Best offer. There's an odd lot. If you buy the book, Arca book, you can see there's an odd lot at thirty five. It's only eight shares, which is basically nothing. The best offer is way up at forty dollars and twenty one cents. So what I can tell you is that this is not figured out where it okay. was. Traded fifty eight k yesterday, one twenty two k on Monday. Uh, simple pattern. I mean, pair highs here, thirty two oh one, thirty two thirteen. You know, take that out. Boom. It's, you can't get it any easier on technical analysis than you've seen a potential double top here in the lower thirty two handle. Okay, uh, here's one. Let's look at ZIM, uh, Zulu, Indigo, Mary. This is a shipping play, I believe. Right? ZIM. Uh, it's pretty strong. Sure it's, pretty sure it's a shipping. Yeah, I think you're right. This is Mitch has given us this one before. Yeah, believe, yeah. yeah, that's why. It's a Mitch dog. Sure Darth Mitch. Company. Darth Mitch, that's right. Um, I don't know. The news on this? Talk. Why are you bringing this? Oh, this is from the ticker. Uh, from match. the chat. From the chat. Yep. Stocks are a clear uptrend. It's moved a little bit too far, too fast. I would say 46 to 55. You're talking about a 15% move in four or five days. That's a big move. Um, I'd want to get this back at 50 if I was going long, to be honest. 55.77 is my level. That was your high on September 27th. Opens up uh, after that, but uh, right there. Another high at 55, one at 55.77. Your pre-market high just done there. What uh? What's that shipping stock? Uh, the National Nordic Tanker is that any any But a dog. Wow! 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 Yippee! Two dollars. Two dollars, Joel. Yeah. Yeah. I just was curious when you thought. Yeah, it's an oil tanker too, right? Yeah. So good supported too. I think so. Two twenty. Okay. Tesla. They want perfect double top yesterday, Joel. Look at this levels. Joel Alconan loved from his textbook levels one hundred one, twelve hundred nine seventy five on twelve hundred dollars stock. I'm going to call twelve hundred eight fifty nine a perfect double top. Yes, it's a dollar away, but it's a twelve hundred dollars stock. It's got a fifty point range every day. I'm going to call that a double top. So did you see what the um, high? Did you see what the close was on Thursday on uh, Monday too? No. Twelve hundred eight fifty nine. Oh, and then 12... it closed the next. Wow, that's crazy! And the high was twelve fifty nine. Yeah, for a thousand dollars stock, that's as wild as Tesla. You've got some major resistance up there now, folks. I think so too. So, I think um, even stepping down. I think even. I think you find yeah, sellers stepping that's down. That's concerning like, that it did not yeah. make the new high. I, I, I said I thought they buy the dip yesterday in Tesla. They did. Um, it didn't make the new high though. So, it, it's got to, It needs to make it today. If it doesn't make it today, then you start worrying it. If it loses yesterday's low, I'd be concerned. 11.46 yesterday's low. Yep, Obviously, this thing's going to be wild. So you got clear resistance, super-duper resistance defined at 12.08. <laughs> then, and Joel, I'm taking all of your lines here. It's when I learned from you. Um, and 11.46 <laughs> is the low. So that's where I think people would get concerned. So we'll see. You know, I don't know if we're going to see an inside day here or not, but it's right in the middle. So I'm not going to. That'd be tough. Uh, 11.46, Dennis talked about that as yesterday's low. And I just, in the pre-market yesterday, and this is just, uh, you know, when uh, off the tweet. In the pre-market yesterday, you got 11.25.31. And your next daily low is at 11.18. So 11, you know, 11, I would. You know, long-term shareholder, you know, it cracks, you know, you're trying, I'm, oh, I'm not going to worry about this news or whatever. I, I don't want to sell it on strength. Yeah. See what happens if it loses 1120. That's just, you know, not trying to pick a top. Okay. What happened to lot. deer? 
What happened to deer? Deer. Okay. So deer. Uh, deer. What can the matter? Deer. We, deer. Joel. To answer your question, we thought that they had reached an agreement with the striking labor union. <laughs> that and they deer, didn't. They, they. They. They came to a. They came to a deal. The deal was put to a vote at the union. The union said, "Thanks, but no, thank you." So we are back now to the drawing board. Uh, and we are we are still we still have a strike going on at John. Dennis, put that in the book. Never buy a stock <laughs> off a union deal when you're not sure there's a union deal. Put what chapter will that be? Before they vote know. on the deal, yes. Before they vote on it. <laughs> All right, know. so pull us back here this morning. You got three forty. Dennis likes three forty. We're we're both over at three forty. Yeah, that's where I think the bounce level is. Next. Next, okay. A uh, couple, a bunch of talks from the chat. Skills they report tonight. I mean, they're gonna kick in myself. Got a rating. Skills uh, city oh. re- resumed with a buy, so that's why skills is up this morning. Oh, Next, man. What I just have? want to say this had the uh, they hired the Amazon Zach uh, exact. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What day? I will predict that was on. Uh, they hired the Amazon exact on October twenty first, I believe. And I was thinking, you know what? That's a this thing needs a catalyst. Um, also, Sean likes this one, and also, um, don't they have like an NFL deal? Like, isn't this a company that has like a real deal with somebody? Skills sk- uh, for NFL uh, uh, for something? Am I wrong? Mitch, you're looking look, in the background. Look the pro. We can look in the pro right now. Yeah, um, and I'm like, yes, ah. yes, they they do have a an NFL some sort of an NFL complicated yeah. yes and um, you see that was go ahead mitch yeah oh. and, and this was back in april this is back in april that they announced this get bert on it get bert on it oh, actually february he's back in february excuse me so wow yeah we, we need to get bert okay um someone's asking if we can please talk about under armor we talked about them yesterday but yeah they report we yesterday didn't hear so... mitch what they didn't hear mitch so when he talked there oh that's weird yeah, I know. We got some issues here with yeah, this. Yeah, it goes I'm, in I'm, and I'm, out. I'm, I'm, I'm one thumbs up, two thumbs here down. Go, no, 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 no. It, it's not just that though. It's also Mitch has a Mitch has a broken computer, uh, which is part of it. His computer. Yeah, I'm else. fighting with it right now. Now He's you guys should be able to hear time. me. Um, what uh, I said was and... pretty much that the game wasn't released. Um, that was supposed to be released near September time. Um, this was a competition that was done in the summer. It was supposed to be done near the opening of the NFL season, and then they were going to put the game out. The game still hasn't come out. Worries about what kind of game they can actually gain the consumers interest in. Right now, I don't see one. Yeah. Uh, okay, Under Armour real fast. Popped on earnings yesterday. I'm not sure what else there is to say about yeah, it. Yeah, we already talked that one. Yeah, yeah I, I don't like that. Just I, I don't like the way it, it backed off. That, that's all okay. I, I said this yesterday. It hit 2250. I talked about that 21 level holding that did hold off the open. Let's see. I mean, if I was on this, I wouldn't want to see it take out that 2156, only getting a few cents in the pre market. Long term buyer, maybe come down to 1929, 1930. That fills the gaps. That's what I'm looking at. Uh, in you want, UA, you want to see, see one more? Uh, I and this Quebec brought this up. I feel like we definitely brought this up back in February, and I'm amazed. Uh, U Haul, have you have you looked at U Haul recently? U H A L. That stock have always you, goes up. Have you looked at that chart recently? No, Look but it chart. always goes up. It's it, yes, it always goes up. It always goes up. <laughs> 
this has been going on for a long time. U-Haul. Oh, I guess it had the five years of consolidation, but I don't know. Car rentals, U-Haul rentals are going up too. I thought about so. that yesterday when I saw the car news. So it's not really. Uh, okay, well, I can't rent from Avis. I'll go rent a U-Haul. I, mean, I don't know what the sympathy trades there or not, but I did make a new high yesterday. I, I'm going to let you guys uh, finish up, and uh, Spencer, I'll, I'll talk to you later on. Oh, uh, wow. That was a sudden Joel's exit. heading over to premarketprep.com. That was, a, that was a very sudden exit for Joel. Okay. Uh, then, hey, look, today was our first I got two game. more. You got two more? Ooh, yeah, two more okay. Me. Let's go quick. Let's go. Oh, man. I'm scrolling through the chat here. Let's look at ba 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 ba. We can go to. Someone keeps asking about Den- Denny's for some reason. I don't know why. Restaurants, no, thank you. Yeah, next. Okay, yeah, I, I don't know why. One. I don't know why people keep asking about that. You want to look at Visa? No, not really. This is one right. I don't like either. Fifty-two week low. I believe it's making a new fifty-two week low. I own Mastercard. It's not quite a fifty-two week low, but it's a new six-month low in Visa. I own Mastercard. We got crypto coming at them too. Um, don't kid yourself with this crypto market. Um, I just think. People are looking at transactions and all the new, you know, SoFi and everything else you've got going on. The competition coming from MasterCard Visa. I own my MasterCard still for the simple reason is I don't want to take a 2,000% gain, at least not this year. I'd rather take it next year because I've had a really good trading year. Um, But MasterCard Visa, I don't want to own them here. Yeah, okay. I'll get one more. Fair enough. Hive Uh, Blockchain. Aaron's asking about Hive. I still own Hive Blockchain. I am long. Frank Holmes. Love Frank. And that's why I'm long hive. What, what, like what, one more. Do let's look at lemonade because it, it's popping here. Long time earnings. What's the deal? No, I don't actually think so. I think it's just uh, no, no earnings are next week. Well, what's the deal? It's up four bucks. That's news. That's newsy, newsy, newsy. Uh, lemonade car launches. What? What? Seven a.m. Lemonade car. I'm looking at the pro. You're reading right from the pro. Lemonade, lemonade, the insurance company powered by AI and social good today, unveiled its newest product, the Lemonade Car, designed to bring a fresh tech-first approach to the category. Is this for real? It's it says. They're, an, insur- is they're now- an insurance company. What do they need to do cars I'm for? I'm telling you, I'm reading it right from the pro. That's in the pro. It says Lemonade Car Launches. Oh, boy. All is right. that right? I don't know. It's up four Look, bucks. That, that's right. If that's what the press release says, I don't, I, then that's what the press release says. That's B, BW. That's from you guys. Oh. Oh, so man. You, you should know. This is Benzinga. All right. I, I know he, nothing about lemonade cars. I'm just reading right from the pro, so I'm assuming that's the headline here. We're in short supply of cars, so obviously lemonade. I'm, I'm not going to fade it if it's a real – if it's you know, and I don't – I'm just reading it right from the pro. If I'm not fading any car headline here right now after yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, car. Yeah, yeah I, I see it too, right there. It's uh, okay. Lemonade has a car, and I don't know. I don't know if that's right or not. I'm trying to just verify, but yeah, I think it is. Lemonade introduces lemonade car insurance. This is okay. So, I I think this is they're calling it lemonade car, but I believe it's lemonade car insurance. Okay, that makes. I don't sense. know. I'm, makes- oh, it is business wire. There it is. So business wire. We're going to the actual business wire. Yeah. So when we go there, it says lemonade car launches. Lemonade's newest product features great prices for safe drivers, best in class. Okay, so it's the app is uh, called car Lemonade insurance. Car. It's car insurance. Ooh, you scared me for a second. There, oh, I know. It? I'm looking at it. I mean, I just it's a very deceiving press release. Lemonade Car launches, but it's the app for the insurance that's called Lemonade Car. All so right. we're going to clarify that now. 
But when you just read, I don't know, maybe the algos are just reading, oh, lemonade's got a car by my mice. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. this algos, it's all they do. I'm part algo, so I just read the headline too. And that's what I do as well. So Dennis, lemonade Dennis, car lifting on that. Dennis is I don't, I don't know. It's breaking out to a certain extent. $70 old support becomes new, re- or old resistance becomes new support. So I think I'd like it at 70 but it's hard on these headlines there. It's not a car. All right, Dennis, uh, we we will see you later uh, or, or tomorrow, um, uh, and, and we will get you and, and Joel and, and Mitch. We will get you all some new equipment here. Uh, I have a fancy new camera. We'll get you all some fancy new equipment here, uh, I promise. But, uh, Dennis, thank you as always. Have a good day, and uh, good, good luck. luck, everyone. Sell your peanuts while the circus is in town. Non-investment advice. Ooh. But is it circus advice is the question. Maybe. No, in all seriousness, all the information from our show is meant to be used uh, for informational purposes only, not for circus advice or investment advice or, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's education, it's information, not investment advice. Um, and, yeah, th- thanks to everyone in the chat today for bearing with us. I know we had a couple of glitches in the matrix. But we will work through these as we um, – get better at using this new platform but there are way more features on this that we are loving um so coming up next is live trading with benzinga mitch ryan zunaid going through the open uh they'll be joined by a special guest also at around 9 45 i don't want to say who you'll have to tune in to find out and uh that'll be a wrap everyone have a good rest of your day stay green stay filled don't miss your free chance to tune into benzinga's very own bootcamp series on november 20th If you're looking to dive into new concepts and grow your account, this one's for you. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.